Hands up if you've got something better to do. I didn't see it. Okay. Hmm. I mean, Grant's leaves are already raked. He's That's a fool. True. He came out telling me that one. He's like, I'm all raked up. I have no yep. excuses to leave. It's the only did, one that but I had. Do you have those sticks picked up and the, those wood put into pieces? Or in yes, I did. Oh, I finished shit. that already. Okay. That was, oh, that was pre-leaf raking. Hey, guys, I forgot to pick up my sticks. I have a hard out at six. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, when do you get in that house? December 1st already? or uh, No, not quite. Uh, it'll be more like Second. January uh, December 14th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because it'll yeah. be like it's always like, on a half a month. Um, the closed date is the 14th, and... Um, it's a little frust. Well, it's all frustrating because it's the it's a frustrating process. Closing but, is bullshit, uh, man. You think they have it all bullshit. figured out? They've done this a million times. What's your name? I put that here, and then that populates the stuff. Nope, nope, nope. They're gonna ask for stuff the eleventh hour, and you're like, we had we had weeks. No shit. It's, but, yes. but we're incompetent. Yes. When we sold ours, I thought it was gonna be just like that, and like when we sold our house, the guy was like. Um, you know, like, all right, name something. See how easy this is. See how easy this is. All right, one golden egg. I'm like, what now? He's like, you need the golden egg. There was always like, some, there was one thing. He's like, come on, you know this <laughs> golden egg. <laughs> right. So the best fighters there, you know, the special ops or something like that. They're in the ninja squad. Then there's like the guys on the front line. Then there's the rest of them. And then there's guys who are like putting cans on grocery sh- shelves. You know, they're like, this is what I can do. Like, uh, that's kind of an attack. It's an attack, sort of. <laughs> if you were there, it'd bonk your head. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the, that, that version of people does the title stuff and the, uh, the closing paper. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently, writes your jokes. That was uh... <laughs> <laughs> one word at yeah. a time. But think about it. I, I wrote that whole thing so you could burn me, Corey. Yeah. Oh, uh, martyrdom. Joke martyrdom. That's pretty so sweet. I'm the asshole um, knocking cans off the shelf. That was like if Hiroshima invented the nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of a Jesus that yeah, you died so that we may live kind of thing. But Hiroshima, Jesus, what's the difference? And if Jesus invented the cross <laughs> <laughs> and crucifixion. Like, Boy, this is ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, oh, man. So, as uh, you may have pieced together from the song I Want to Be a Lifeguard by Blotto, uh, a band whose lead singer sounds like he's channeling Weird Al through the whole verse, um, and which I once heard on the Dr. Demento show a million years ago, today's show is about lifeguards. Yes, we are continuing the series of romanticized professions, which means also I have to get into costume Lifeguard's pretty easy. And okay, and, okay. I got, it. I got my got little the floaty board. Guy. I got mm. the sunglasses. And pretend Almost I have there. some white shit on yeah, my that's nose. That's what I'm like. Where's the yeah. zinc? Come on. It's it's you absorbed. Got, you gotta. Okay, it's you're you're barely a lifeguard. For people who aren't watching the video cast, Ben did get in the bikini and uh, had sunglasses and right. a little uh, a little floaty, but failed us at the sniffer zinc. And if I might add, a great rack. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, great tits. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am stacked. <laughs> Kids are going to be beaten off to me, like, left and right. <laughs> hey, your tits are the only reason I listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he, he cranked his computer chair 10 feet high, too. So he's, he's really <laughs> leaning out to get to the mic. 
Yeah. There. So I did just boost it up, so I got the chair going now. <laughs> so just as a quick note here, I don't know that we is there anyone who within the sphere of little Captain Travis and the Hoggies who has actually been one of these professions before? Because uh, beloved listener S. Richard B. was a lifeguard in high school. Yeah, see, probably many people have been, and he can chime in later to see. Uh, I- I'm sure. See, this is a common thing, and we'll we'll get into that. It- it's a common job. I mean, I can. Well, yep, as a yeah. member of as a member of one of the hoggies, if we picked your profession, doesn't he owe us something? <laughs> yes, I, I, that was a pre-existing condition. We all we all knew that. He knew right, what he was I signing mean, up for. I'm looking through his form right here, and he did not check was a lifeguard. So, I mean, uh, we give him a premium on that. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, anyway, we're here at the penultimate episode on romantic... The the penultimate profession in our series of romanticized professions. It's the penny. And the the big penny. This Mm -hmm. is the penny, baby. The J.C. Penny. Henny Penny. Uh, (laughs) um, To catch you up... uh, uh, (laughs) Penny Lane. Pennies are uh, the lowest denomination of U.S. current. Oh shit! I picked the wrong one. I believe they um, existed in the Middle Kingdom. Are <laughs> um, Emmett and Kramer or something like that? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Emmett and Kramer. It's a Sunday morning comic strip. Can we just agree that from now on it's canon that Emmett Kramer invented the penny <laughs> in the Egyptian Middle Kingdom? Yes. Pharaoh uh, Emmett Kramer. 2150 to 1560 BC. Yep. Yes. He lived in know. a fascinating shape. Um, <laughs> where do you live? A fascinating shape on. It's both Ellen. round and flat. Wow. So, oh. Hey, so romanticized professions. The idea here, these are jobs that uh, people might daydream about doing man that'd be sweet if i was an x y or z or maybe when you're young you dream about growing up to do it and uh maybe it's not always all it's cracked up to be in real life but there's a lot of these uh, romanticized traits uh giving this one the cory test um is there something named after this profession i'd go with lifeguard chair i mean they don't lifeguard wear a chair? lot of clothes it's not like there's a lifeguard mm. hat a lifeguard coat um mm. have all the I, I was the test specifically clothing or no mm-hmm. The okay. test was just named something. after it was okay because yeah, we did I think say pirate hook, but it was almost pirate. always hat. Yeah, there's a lot of hats in there. Yeah, the lack of a hat is disturbing. <laughs> well, I think the clothing ones are. I think the clothing ones are easier because all you gotta do is put it on. Whereas the uh, owning a thing like a lifeguard chair, you're like, what you doing with that chair in the library? <laughs> to uh, a lifeguard chair. To, I'm big into lifeguards. To recap, by the way, we did truckers, cowboys, firemen, astronauts, lumberjacks, pirates, and here we are on. Uh, on lifeguards. A lot of those things have hats. Lumberjack hat. Eh, yeah, that's Lumberjack true. flannel. Lumberjack breakfast. Yeah. Um, see, so... That, that uh, was a breakfast. Okay. I think if you it if you saw a, that, uh, you know, 10-foot-tall painted white uh, wooden chair anywhere, you'd say, oh, it's a lifeguard chair. It passes the test. I think it passed the test. Okay. That's the end of the episode. We'll get some Travis <laughs> if you wouldn't... Yeah. If you would like to see a picture of a lifeguard. Um, so what's so good about being a lifeguard? Because um, I, I do think this is one of these idealized kinds of jobs. This is, it's, it's obvious that how many people fantasize about 
going to the beach, living at the beach, spending time at the beach. So if you think Mm -hmm. of like the majority of, uh, let's say middle America where there is no beach, you take vacations to the beach. If you live near a beach, you spend weekends at the beach because everyone wants to be at the beach to recreate and hang out and see the magnificent ocean and take in the rays. And this, that's what you get to do. You get paid to just hang out on the beach. Absolutely. That's enough said. You're hitting on my point too, Matt. I was about to say, in the in the toolbox of this profession, the top shelf toolbox, your main skill to be a lifeguard is can sit in the sun. <laughs> uh, probably that's not on the test, but uh, there's a lot of that. Well, I'm curious here because you've often said that these romanticized professions sometimes have a you know a downside or like the the re- the reality of them is is not as glamorous as as it's made out to be. So is a pool lifeguard like the reality version that no one wants to be no is that no, what, no 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 or is that so, still because there's no beach there right there's no beach but it's just a shorter version or it's a it's um the junior version of what matt said because I, I fully support it matt i wrote this down too you are at a vacation destination right so yep. that's already cool um hey the you don't go on vacation to the swimming pool or it's not exactly a vacation, but that's your recreation. So you're going to go and hang out somewhere. Sure. You go and hang out at the pool. And it's still, that's where you want to be as a kid. You want to be hanging out at the pool, having fun. There were a bunch of people upset this year when uh, COVID closed our local municipal pool. We have a pretty sweet pool here. And uh, that's what the kids want to do. So I, I think it's cool because you're you're at the vacation place. And yes, you're working there, but you've got the cush job. In very many ways. There's a lot of sitting, as Corey said. You're not a schmuck that's, you know, doing something gross or um, regular customer stuff. And you're in charge. Like, as far as I've ever noticed, there's a, like like you said, mainly you're just sitting at, at vacation, mm-hmm. which is rad. I feel like, yeah, there's probably a shift of selling candy once uh, once every two or three hours. Maybe you got an hour of selling candy at the concession stand once a day. Okay, so you... Uh, but okay. probably at your, at your better class of pools, you probably have some jerks doing that for you. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Corey, we worked uh, at the uh, local donut establishment, the local donuttery. I don't know if you worked the, the summer that we also did the Swim and Racket Club. No, I missed that one. He branched out and did concessions there. We did the concessions. We didn't do no lifeguarding. We were right, dirty uh, burger flippers. But that's like the worst. The worst. The worst. You're going to have to come into contact people on the on the other side of a whistle. Um, yeah. Is is do you want you know how many sour patch kids or Swedish fish do you want? Right. Right. I want a chico stick. Go to hell. Swedish fish or nothing. Whistle right in your face. Yeah. Now I'm back to. <laughs> yep. A chico stick's pretty damn good actually. Although when I was a kid, I thought it would taste like chicken. It doesn't taste like chicken. Norwegian fish? What is this? Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. The lesser Scandinavian fishes. Mm. Um, <laughs> Everyone knows it's Swedish, Finnish, Danish, Icelandic, and then Norwegian. Uh, the, it was Weegians. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the uh, gummy Sir Stroming is also not much of a hit, um, <laughs> if anybody knows what Sir Stroming is. Um, uh, when you picture a lifeguard, it's probably someone young, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're in their twenties, I say. Yeah, and then at a local pool, uh, you know, it, it's in. We're talking teenagers. It's like a you know summer mm-hmm. job. Uh, I that one of the first things I wrote down was authorite because you're oh, absolutely yeah. right, Ben. Where else are you? You are the the king of the castle. Like everyone, no matter their age, no matter their station in life, 
they respect your whistle. They have to. They have to do what they legally mm-hmm. have to do. What you tell them to do. That's right. the law. I'd love to see like um, the same way like uh, they give like a, a police cadet um, a, like a gun on the rifle range and let him like shoot some stuff. I'd love to see like going through the course of all right. Here's a whistle. This is a live whistle drill, and you're just uh, <laughs> you're not, well. You're not running around the pool. That's that's a no. That's that's a no no. But uh, uh-huh. you're you're swiftly walking around the pool like whistle that whistle that. No pregnant lady, you're okay. It's adult swim. You there, fatty whistle. Like you got to be in training for a few weeks before they give you the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell the difference. So you got that airy, hollow uh, whistle there. <laughs> yep, you're gonna be warbling in a week, baby. Yeah. If this whistle had a grandmother. If that was a, if this was loaded with uh, with actual uh, balls, was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you imagine what 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 would have been done? The carnage. Yeah. Yeah. When am I going to get my ball? The next, once you stop letting five-year-olds drown, we'll give you your ball. <laughs> you're trying to put, you're trying to like a uh, uh, vibrato by putting your finger on and off over the hole. <laughs> no, 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 no. Quit. Don't, don't Just do that. Just embarrassing. Don't, you're embarrassing yourself and others. Yeah. Yeah, so you have authority, um, which is pretty sweet as a young person. So, because most of the time, even, so definitely as a high school kid, and hey, really, as in, when you're in your 20s, you don't get a lot of respect from older people, and you can tell them to fuck right off, um, to put out the, hey, no fires on the beach, no broken glass uh, on the beach, whatever. You you can tell them to to get the fuck out. That's great. Your word's law. It's pretty cool. Can you yeah. imagine getting like hassled by someone, some older person, and then um, you're like, all right, adult swim, and as soon as they get in the water, you're like, adult swim's over. <laughs> and just look at them and they know yep again they legally have to do whatever you want you right. you decide the hours of adult swim yeah that or they're gonna get whistled so you just say under your breath adult swim says what and then they all jump in the pool and you just start laughing at them and you don't you don't think through the joke don't worry about it <laughs> and and there is a a complete uh re- respect to that authority because i i think back when i was um a kid going to the local municipal pool we were the worst assholes. Um, we, 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 one thing we would do is like some of the, you know, the old ladies would come and like just sit on the edge of the pool with their legs in, you know, because they didn't want to get all the way in. And we would always, um, very, very convincingly pantomime like, Hey, what's over there? And we'd like, like we had to swim by them and just splash the shit out, like flail our (laughs) arms and legs and just splash the shit out of them. And um, just constantly, it was just nothing but hijinks, but there was never a second where if a lifeguard blew that whistle or told us to do something or whatever, like it was like, Oh shit, you, you, you draw the line and I was, I don't cross it. You know, it's like no (laughs) matter what kind of asshole we were, we'd never question for a second the the lifeguard authority. I, I think that works too. Even kids who are like, man, fuck authority. Adults want to yell at you, but they can't do anything about it. They're, you know, fuck them. No, because then you're going to get thrown out of the pool because the lifeguard doesn't have to physically throw you out. The lifeguard just goes, hey, sorry, you got to get out of here. And then the management throws your ass out. And then you can't be in the cool place anymore. The fun one. Everyone's in there dancing. Dancing. <laughs> Look at them. Any way they want it, that's the way they're getting it. Swim, and they're, jumping around it, in a circle. It's Swedish fish. God, the Swedish ones. The baby. Swedish ones. Even the Finnish. Yeah. God damn. I'm out on the street corner Fucking eating those Weegians. Yeah, you got a bag of Weegians, and I'm just... Dude, what happened to you? I got kicked out of the pool, and now I'm eating the Weegians. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's a dollar. I hope you die. Living under an overpass. 
suck your dick for an Icelandic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it okay if I'm Norwegian? <laughs> the sign outside the pool always says Norwegians. Yep. <laughs> it just says Weege with a line through it. <laughs> yeah, it's Weege with a line through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Weege, can't you read? <laughs> So you got to deal with the mats here. You got to deal with the the mats splashing old ladies and old ladies getting upset about that. But generally speaking, there's few responsibilities. I mean, there's one obvious one uh, that you're supposed to be responsible for. But um, aside from that, yes, that that part. <laughs> the secret weapon against people bitching at you and a bunch of kids being jerks is I got sunglasses on. I just have to turn my head. I don't have to pay attention. Except I do have to pay attention to one thing, which I blinded myself from. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, I put these on so I don't have to see people. Now, what was I supposed to see? How many people have died at the swimming pool? Couple. That you know of. I read on Facebook. Eh. You don't have to worry about this. Can't be that um, many. Yeah. So, so, mostly, it's never happening. It wasn't me or anyone I know, so not a statistic I yeah. care about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, basically, that never happens. Other than that, you're sitting in the chair... You're scoping babes. It's a beach party. It's a good time. Which brings me to number one pro. Babes. That's what this is all about. That's what I was thinking. I'm so, every All of the other pros that you brought up, I'm like, oh, well, I guess there is that too. I'm like, <laughs> I thought that was the only brave the plus. number one, without a doubt. Like, this is, you're, you're just waiting while they're making all the other guesses. They got two X's already, and it's like clearly the number one survey response. Yes, survey Show says. me babes. Ding, 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 ding. 94, holy shit. Yes. Yeah, 94. It's like um, if someone goes, hey, I own a Porsche, and you're like, oh, I bet it's fast. You don't need to know which one. I know they make different types. If you go, hey, I'm a lifeguard. I bet you're attractive. Society has already deemed, like, that's it. You, it's that's like having it a certificate of hotness. <laughs> <laughs> I had that as, Corey, that was, that was also on my list of pros. It makes you hotter. It somehow makes you hotter. Because <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. Lifeguards are hot, and you're a lifeguard, I guess. Eh, you're, you're, a, you're a six plus, then, you know? You're not just a six. You're a six plus. Do you, nice. order a six, do you want to order a six off of eBay, or do you want to order a six off of verified eBay? Like, Ooh. it's, it's <laughs> like someone else's... It's a verified is, lifeguard. It's a verified lifeguard. You're verified hotness. And so it's like, oh, what will I do now that I'm society has crowned me attractive? I'll hang out with the rest of the attractives and lord yes. it over you weirdos. <laughs> yep. You know how the lifeguards would talk with themselves, but not you? Probably also because you, you were 10 and they were, they were 18, but... Whatever they weren't talking to you, and uh, yeah, they're in the they're in the hot club. So you get it because then you can get lots of babes and you up your babeness too. That's definitely a huge plus of being a lifeguard. That's why you want to be one. Just swimming in babes. Mm-hmm. It it clearly it's like one of the again from a legal perspective. Uh, mm. I believe they. It is one of the few professions, one of the few that they're legally allowed to discriminate uh, based on looks when hiring. Right? Like that has to be <laughs> one of the first gates. Be- like before you even get to the CPR and all that shit, it's just like, uh, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Yep, you over here, you over here. They're do swiping you, left and do right. Do you? Do you? Uh, nope. You go away. Yeah. Yeah. Some some ugly uh, ugly monster standing there with their her his or her CPR certificate. And it's like, mm-hmm. nah. I'm sorry. 
You got a banging bod, but you're a real butterface. I can't hire you for a, to be a lifeguard. The butter guard right here. a towel here. over her face. Yeah, yeah. a real butter guard. Yep. All, all the butterfaces and Ouijans are sitting outside the pool. Sorry. <laughs> you're too ugly to swim here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This isn't fair. You know what we could do? We could start our own pool, but not not you, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are ugly enough to swim at the pool, but you are too ugly to watch other people swim at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> the hot people will get a kick out of watching you splash and dance around, but you're... No. You know, we talked about this with firemen a little bit, that you're kind of being paid to work out um, uh, because you got to stay in shape to be a fireman. Yeah, um, and and then there's just lots of hanging around. Xbox and chili is what I assume happens in the fire station. <laughs> um, here, you're out at the beach enjoying the weather, uh, but you're just staying in some shape, and so you're just kind of paid to to play, work out a little bit too, probably, um, look good, and then just babes, avalanche of babes. Yeah, and and to Corey's point, I hadn't actually thought about, and I'm glad I you know. One of the coastal elites here, I'm thinking beach first, and then you guys obviously pointed out pools, which are probably the majority of lifeguard scenarios, and I still think everything applies to the pool. I hadn't thought about the uh, the, the candy hut, uh, and even though in the jobs at the pool facility, the lifeguard is the apex, and you know, you down, you can take a step down mm-hmm. or two to work in the candy hut, even if as a lifeguard you have to do a two-hour shift in the candy hut. A tour of duty. You know you're eating candy, right? The, the perk of the candy. job there yeah. Yeah. is just candy. pocketing, you know, Mike and Ike's. And it's got to be one of those professions where you're allowed to steal. <laughs> <laughs> like, the rule is you can't take anything, but you All, take it. Yes. <laughs> Any job that can employ someone under 18, the rule is you're allowed to steal. Come on, of course you are. Uh, Think of it like this for just a second. Uh, you're, you're a rich... Uh, pool magnet you own all the pools mm. and you're about to employ a bunch of kids can you imagine like for a moment that they're not going one for you one for me one for you one for me <laughs> on every candy purchase like mm. you just write that in the bank won't give you the loan for those pools if you if you think that they ask you that they go hey do you think that lifeguard might eat some of those uh, swedish fish without asking why never i you're here too i'm sorry i sir. give you a loan for a pool you idiot you don't <laughs> know the back. first thing of pool if, step one if you want to do a restaurant or uh an online business we can talk but pool i'm sorry sir. this is for serious investors only at, at least at the pool that we grew up going to, that stuff was was in bulk, and they were weighing it out, putting it in little brown paper bags. So anytime you have yeah. a scenario where you, where the commodity is just out in the open air, you're pocketing that stuff, right? It's not uh-huh. like even even if it was individually packaged, you know they're taking home some of that. But when you've got a big bucket full of Swedish fish, you know that half of that's going in their own pocket. Like, hey, the corners of these tootsie rolls are shaved off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, think about it, too. So you are, Matt said that you're the apex, and I agree, because even the owner, although he's the owner, he doesn't get as many babes as the the lifeguard. And then just imagine you're in there, and it's like, all right, team meeting. The lifeguard is sitting in the back eating Swedish fish. The manager's talking like, hey, now, so, you know, we're a few pounds light on Swedish fish, you guys. I mean, there's some there's some disappearing, I mean, and the lifeguard is just eating them. And it's like, <laughs> throwing them at him. He's kind of like, should I approach? He's like, you know, are you? And he's like, I don't know, talk to Charlie. He's just eating them, licking them and throwing them at people. He's baking them off his head while he's saying, like, I don't know where they're going. Smack gets hit with one. Yeah. Okay, so you know how, like, in if you guys ever worked in, like, the cafeteria in high school, if you ever did that job, like... Or like worked in like a big restaurant. I think most of us have. 
you don't order a small can of tomatoes. You order a, a can of tomatoes the size of a, a car spare tire, and there's a special kind of opener thing that you clank it on and open it up. And yeah. your first day at the job, some guy goes, all right, that's where you get the cans, and here's how you open them. Except for the Swedish fish version is, all right, that's a 55-gallon of the Swedish fish. Here's the thing that opens them. Then you eat a handful off the top. Like, that's part of the instructions. That's laminated in a three-ring binder. <laughs> I pictured it in a 50-gallon plastic vacuum seal that a guy comes in with a switchblade, cuts open and rubs some in, and he's like, yep, it's pure. It's Swedish. <laughs> it's pure. Yep. Straight from the fjords of Sweden. <laughs> by, by the time the, the patrons get it, it's been stepped on like crazy. It's like, it's there's Dutch fish in there, too. It's like it's been cut so many times. Uh, a couple G.I. Joe arms. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of stepping on Swedish fish with Norwegians <laughs> inferior fish. These are just gummy worms cut into smaller pieces. <laughs> and then the guns come out. Yeah. These are Belgian Skittles. Wait a minute. <laughs> so aside from doing candy-based drug deals and uh, being hot, I think we're, mm-hmm. I think this is I mean that's the the only danger I can see to this. The only downside to this profession so far is occasionally getting Ooh. roughed up in a drug deal. <laughs> there is, and there'll be more revelry, folks. But I, I gotta, I gotta get us off the the ceiling for a moment. There is, I have two cons. One of them, not so much. Ba- you're, you're a babysitter, basically. You know, so you got to deal with Karen. You got to deal with Matt uh, splashing and stuff. So that's a con. But the dream dies. That's the real con. The dream dies. There's this golden window of opportunity from late teen to early twenties where you can you can be this. Uh, be gummied sex god or goddess, um, and and then it's over. You can't, you can't, I can't. I, there's no way in hell. No matter how good of a swimmer I am, they won't let me be a lifeguard. And even on a more micro level, there, if, if you're in a in a small, if you're in a midwestern pool, the dream dies at the in, in uh, oh yeah Labor Day, right? I mean, like it, it's uh, such a short seasonal gig that you you, you better burn brightly and uh, steal oh, yeah. all those fish you can in the three mm-hmm. months that you have because <laughs> you gotta pack them away from winter imagine the last day of the pool and their cheeks are super big with all the Swedish fish <laughs> exactly. like a squirrel you got this it's it's the invincibility star then at the municipal pool so you've got that and you gotta make your moves then if you're if you're a babe and you're a lifeguard and you're like okay this is like once school starts I'm gonna get I'm gonna lose that lifeguard title and lose mm-hmm. being the hottest you gotta make your big plays now you gotta line up the quarterback now before the cheerleading time starts and then that's 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 adding to your hotness and resume th- this is why I I firmly believe that the the profession is legally allowed to discriminate because let's even say uh, let's go to a warm weather beach locale where you can do it year round and lifeguards are needed year round um We've all uh, confirmed that you will never see an old uh, and or unattractive uh, lifeguard in those situations. So what could, po- if I, you know, age out of the, uh, you know, how, how is it possible to age out? I don't get worse at CPR. I, I'm right. not, you can be a competitive triathlon or competitive swimmer into your, you know, 30s and 40s and let it alone mm-hmm. just enough to pass the lifeguard test. So whatever, whatever the physical requirements are, you're not aging out of those. So it's clearly... You gotta be hot. You gotta be you hot. You gotta be hot. Because mm-hmm. think if you own a resort, Matt, and what lifeguards are you hiring? Hey, what if someone drowns? He has to kiss him. You're, you're gonna <laughs> exactly. work. You're gonna hire a, I got kissed by an ugly person. 
yeah. Okay, no. imagine the picture in the paper of, there's like, okay, it's it's the newspaper, kid drowns at pool, there's like uh, a wetty, there's like a wet blanket over like, some, you know, some kid, they've covered it, and there's an ugly lifeguard next to him, you go, well, he's guilty. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's bad at what he does, look at him. Mm-hmm. But if it's hot, you're like, God, I bet he tried everything he could, he's so brave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet he made out with that he's corpse so for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that lucky corpse. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like that really like if you're like the really mean like ski instructor kind of um, like the bully lifeguard, you could probably just whistle and be like, "Stop it!" And they'd like jump up and cough the water out and be like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chaz, stop dying." <laughs> yeah. Hey, Corey, you you touched a uh, you touched on a great segue and getting us back into the good times. Back into the good times. Come on. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we're all mortal. We know, but let's live while we can live, huh? Goodbye, Death. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never coming um, back. This job, lifeguard in spirit, uh, manifests itself in other ways. The ski instructor is basically a li- the The pros are pretty much all there, okay? You're at a vacation place, okay? You, people all have to listen to you. And tons of babes! The whole point of being a ski instructor is the tons of babes who are like, oh, we're just here on vacation. Ha 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 And... And then you teach them, like, here, look at this. Try to shred the gnarly pow-pow. But then, clearly, you're just in the after-ski, um, drinking some things with your feet up, with skis still on them, uh, mm. by the fire. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of skiing experience. Uh, in fact, my primary skiing experience happened in Dubai, in a, in a mall. But um, uh, much whistling going on? You think a ski instructor's got a whistle? Mm-hmm. No, they got they got. They just don't say anything and you hit a tree or something, you know? It's I, like... think, I think instead of, like, whistling, they've got the thing where they come to a stop and they blow snow all over you. Oh, that's a good move. That's a good move. Hey, cut it out, jerk. Yeah, and then they go, watch out, there's an avalanche of babes. And then they, they pull those reflective goggles down when they say babes, <laughs> and then all the babes come tumbling down on them. And they're like, oh, no. Yeah. So I feel like... There is an there's a trade-off here where you don't have the same authority as a lifeguard. But if like a kid drowns, then there's there's probably some fingers pointing at you. Whereas with a ski instructor, there any number of people can die and no one is gonna blame you. It's like, well, skiing's right. dangerous. Yeah, they fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Did you teach them anything? No, it doesn't matter. I told him not to go down the double black diamond, and then you bang his mom. So <laughs> yeah. it's who cares? I think it's yeah. more like it's in it's in the name. These are gradations because lifeguard, like I, you're offering to protect something. Ski instructor, if you fuck up, everyone's like, he probably didn't listen to the instructor. Mm-hmm. But he, all yeah. he was just there to instruct. Did you listen to the instructor? Young person in charge, or young person in charge, tons of babes. You're you're in a vacation spot and paid to play. Few responsibilities. Pow, pow. Yeah, <laughs> shredding the gnarly pow pow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that one counts. Uh. The other one that I thought of is like, because I I, I experienced this one, um, scuba tour boat captain or excursion <laughs> mm-hmm. captain. There's or something. a lot of words there. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's like, it's kind of like tour boat captain, but it's excursion stuff. So, so look, this guy was definitely not older than 24. 100 percent not older than 24. There were a bunch of babes. He had a giant ass boat with like, uh. I don't know, 30 adults or more on it. Um, he, We were in Hawaii. He, we went out to a place. He told us to all get in the water and then, you know, scuba around a bit. Then he, like, 
took us to some water. He did some stuff, but clearly he wakes up and he even told us that he he does this and then he just like parties and surfs and stuff the rest of the day. And then just sometimes <laughs> he, he won't work for some weeks or something. It's you're you're in a vacation spot. You're in charge. You drive the big boat. You're in charge. All the adults have to listen to you. Their life is in your hands. Yeah, I've been in that scenario too in in uh, Mexico, where again you the this uh, there were a couple guys on. Uh, there's like a crew, so there's like a, there's a captain mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. two or three others uh, of various ages. Maybe one was like in his forties, but the other very young. But uh, once you get on that boat, it doesn't matter how old any of the passengers are, or again, what station in life you come from, you're like, well, we're in this guy's hands now. And and even if you feel like this isn't safe or that's not legal, or there aren't enough life jackets here, you just go, well, what are we going to do? We're in, we're in it now. And when on this particular tour, part of the tour, we, we took a boat, you know, out uh, on a bay and went to some small isolated town or whatever. And part of the deal was that this guy, when you get to the play, the destination, he's like, follow me, uh, we're going to do, I'll take on a little tour. Part One of the stops was stopping at a bar where we all had to buy him a drink, and he's sitting there doing shots and drinking <laughs> beers, and he was driving us back on the boat. And yeah. like, that's literally part of the job. Yeah. Let me tell you what's hard to do drunk, drive the boat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but two of you haven't bought me a shot yet, so pony up, bitch. Right. Along the lines of, hey, this is someone who has authority and probably shouldn't, um, but the authority they have is we hope nothing goes wrong. Uh, I was on I was on a vacation, and my my stopped watch of a my stopped clock of a father in law was <laughs> this was one of the times he was right to be a jerk and flash cash around. He goes to this group. He's like, "Hey, can we go scuba diving?" The guy's like, "Yeah, sure." And we get there, and they're like, uh, "No, you, none of you have licenses. This is your first time. You can't go scuba diving. You'll die." <laughs> and he he does the thing where he's kind of loud and annoying, and, the, and finds a guy who's like, "Yeah, I'll take you out." Um, so, so we start watching like the safety video and he's like hey guys I actually gotta leave like now can we just all like agree that we, we get don't die <laughs> so I watched half, a, watched half a training video and then we, instead of going into a pool he had, he had paid this guy he's like just take us out and it was it was two young kids who were like alright everybody this is the part you breathe in try not to die go it was amazing <laughs> it was totally amazing uh, it was two dives and I remember the second one they were like alright just go down there we'll meet you and it took a long time, and uh, my brother-in-law was like, yeah, we got high before we came down. <laughs> so it was just a great time. Uh, really the best scuba diving ever, only, but uh, uh, amazing. None of us died, and they, were, they told us to be cool. We were cool. <laughs> right. And we were cool. The, the rule of the sea is be cool. Mm-hmm. Rule number one. Yeah, and that's part of the authority you get in these things. Is e- So even if it's not the, like, you know life-saving authority uh, of, of a lifeguard people you you get to make up your own rules in a, in a, in a large portion of these scenarios to, to Corey's point there is a huge difference between snorkeling and scuba and but you know what if it's if I if I have the whistle in this case guess what we're going scuba right <laughs> the, one, the one thing I remember uh, that we were told before each dive the guy had like a little like a uh, rod of metal he's like everybody this is the tank banger if you hear this you gotta look at me it means we gotta leave or you're lost or something if you can't hear this I'm gonna do this every now and then if you don't hear it for a while just swim up um, and then as we were done he's like you know I never did the tank banger thing <laughs> remember remember that thing I said we should all like swim to, swim to safety if you don't hear it I forgot about that <laughs> Our one collective life-saving measure. 
And yeah. also, I've met people who are scuba instructors now, and they're like, I've never heard of a tank banger. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the, the thing with the with this job. I mean, it, it's the it's a group of like the 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 whole crew is like a couple of guys, couple of girls, and then for some reason from nine fifteen until two thirty, we have to call you Captain Matt for some reason now. <laughs> hey, oh, all of us are pretending he's a captain. Oh, but he's that guy. He still he barely look. There's a magic marker penis on his face. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. In charge of your life, my friends. Yeah, uh, Ben, would you put um, like whitewater raft guide in? This? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I excursion I've, guide. I know wait, 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 wait. Do you have a chance to score with people who are paying to be there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely goes on here. Goes on here for sure. Uh, on a vacation uh, type yes. destination activity, you have authority. Uh, yep. To their lives are in your hands, and you have a chance to score with them. Absolutely. And so, look, you're you're working at a cool vacation place, right? But this does not include Cedar Point Ride Operator because no one's going to be like, "No, hey, seriously, oh, baby, God. I'm the guy who turns on the the Gemini." Like. Well, you're in not turning me on. You know, it's neon not, blue and mustard yellow shorts and striped yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. The uh-huh. lifeguard comes in and yells at that kid, and there's not even a pool there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's the hierarchy. It's like having a sheepdog. Like, you, you just have a lifeguard, like, sitting by that big, like, cart pool yes. underneath the Iron Dragon, and you just have whistling people <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the lifeguard. 100% a, a romanticized profession. A very quick round of any of these jobs appeal to you, or which which one of these jobs that we've just mentioned? Grant, if you had to pick one today to, uh, like, quantum leap, get stuck in, which one do you pick? No, I'd, I'd, none of them. I'm not cool. I'm not hot. How could this I, makes I you can't cool even, and hot. Yeah, but I, I can't even imagine such a world. It's like getting a fake <laughs> PhD. It lessens the rest of them. <laughs> Wow, respect respect for the for the front line, respect for those uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. respect for, for the profession. For the, for the real heroes. Yeah. Matt, which one do you pick? Well, you know, my first thought is like uh the the white the reason I asked uh, is the whitewater rafting because I have uh some former students who are like uh, after they graduated they're like we're just going to do that for a while in summers uh like go you, you can you can kind of tour the the different regions depending on the seasons. And you can spend a year, you know, um, just being a whitewater raft guide. And, you know, you go to Colorado, you go to West Virginia, or oh, yes. California, whatever. And and whitewater rafting, to me, is one of the funnest things I've ever done. So I'm like, man, that would be the life, right? Dude. But I picture if now those people's hands are in my, phys- my physical uh, grasp, where I kind of do have to control the raft and somebody could die... I'm probably going to let somebody die in that scenario. So <laughs> I think I'm less likely. I, I like my liability coverage better as boat captain, where yeah. it's like, well, they, they fell over. That was he. I told him yeah. to get away from the rail. You know, like. You just make uh, them wear a life jacket while they're on the boat. Yep. And then. And then you're Willy Wonka. And it's like, well, if they get sucked up the chocolate yep, pipe, exactly. that's. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I went scuba diving once. Three people were sucked up a chocolate pipe. It was the weirdest thing. 
Yeah. We were in the Bahamas. Same with the ski yeah. instructors. Like, up the chocolate <laughs> pipe, just every time. I don't know how. That's true. That's true. Those two allow for you to just let people get sucked up the chocolate <laughs> pipe. <laughs> I tell you what. For me, it comes down to... For me, it comes down to... Uh, Okay, if I could imagine that I was hot enough to be allowed into any of these groups, like we're imagining, uh, I'd like to think that it's all about, like, how do I avoid uh, repercussions? All right, so if I let a kid drown, I'm probably young enough to get away with that. Let a kid get hit, you know, run it, you know, if I lose a kid on a ski trip. I'm going to go with Matt with the boat, but not because of the, like, you signed a waiver and probably fell over. It's more like, we're one short, and then I just drive away. Like, <laughs> I can leave the issue. Like, uh, and then I still have my thing. I can go somewhere else and be like, I'm a legitimate boat captain. You take that boat to the next port of call and start a new tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm going, I'm going scuba boat, too. Because, uh, look, think of all the work you got to do with skiing and stuff. This, you just, uh, but driving a boat's like a car, but you don't even have other traffic. Like, or there's very little traffic. It's sweet. So that, that seems like a, a sweet gig. For sure. Um, yeah, fewer responsibilities. Grant, if we're all doing it, you got to do it. You can be the hot babe. Um, <laughs> I'll be the glass bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Is that similar to a power well, bottom? Little Captain Travis. Uh, hoggies. Uh, how would you rank the various Scandinavian fish? Let us know. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see pictures of the chocolate pipe, Check us out on Instagram. We're Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant just said recently, quote, if you mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter, I will suck your chocolate pipe. Uh, I said that. Follow us on Twitter. You can hold me to it. At Free Legal Pod. And if you like the show, could you sit in a tall chair near the chocolate pipe and whistle in case anyone starts to get sucked in? Don't stop them. Just let us know. <laughs> we, we got a guy that cleans it out. Yeah. Right. We just want to keep a tally. Another one going up the chocolate pipe. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 47. The other one is weather. And here's, I've got some empirical evidence for you, which I love, love, love this so much. So, you know, on Monty Python, the Holy Grail, there's the um, cartoon scene where it's like, spring turned to summer, summer turned to winter, winter skipped spring and went right yes. back to fall, you know, yes. whatever that scene is. I, uh, Rachel versus Mahoney, I, I took that clip, uh, <laughs> just that 16 seconds and put it on YouTube because um, it seems like, especially in the fall or spring, it's very relatable because you might go one day, it's it's fucking hot as hell and you're sweating. The next day it snows and you go, oh my God, what crazy weather we're having around here. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I posted that. It's the only thing I've ever posted on YouTube, my quote unquote channel. It's the only thing. But I have, I have so many comments and I'm going to read you these comments of, <laughs> of their uniqueness. Okay. So the first comment. Weather in Minnesota this year, LOL. Uh-huh. The next comment. Life in Wisconsin right now. Third one. March in Georgia in a nutshell. <laughs> Is there uh, a the robot server making these? The next one. <laughs> maybe. The next one. Seven seconds onward was Calgary this week, right down to the falling trees. 
The next one. <laughs> Thumbs up for Alberta. The next one. England right now. Next comment. Chicago weather. Next comment. Weather in D.C. IRL. Next comment. Just a typical week in Maryland. Next comment. <laughs> weather in Illinois 2017. The next one. Virginia weather. And the last one. Mmm, nice. LOL. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just love oh so much God. that it, we just co- covered multiple countries, every state across Continents. the geography. It, and it's yep. just, oh no, here? That's the nutty yeah. weather that we're having. <laughs> yeah, our uh, weather's crazy. I love that so much. Every every couple of weeks, I'll get an email that says someone commented on this, and, I, and it just brings me such joy that like a new state is added to the nutty weather list. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real Texas clip you're showing there, Matt. Mm. But none of them are. But the fact that like you look above and there's 15 other states saying the same thing, but you still feel like. Yeah, but let me chime in. This is Maryland. But our. Like, <laughs> you guys might think you know what weird weather is, but uh, let me mm-hmm. you to yesterday it rained here and today it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow we yeah. don't know. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. Could, could go be either way. Anything. Could be rain, could be. Uh, could be not rain. Ah, that's how we live in. That's how we live that's, in here. Mm hmm. So if you're having crazy weather where you're from, tell us about it. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, look for maybe some zany pictures we'll post of very unique things about us uh, at freelegaladvicepodcast uh, mm-hmm. in, on Instagram. Hey, let us know where you... Let, let's hear about that crazy weather. I mean, mm-hmm. like, not... Like, mm-hmm. like writing if it's like Boston crazy or like, you know, I want to hear like Florida crazy stories, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, but no. here's the thing. We'll read them. We'll read them. We might even talk about them. I know it's a podcast, but we might get into it. Uh, oh my like God. Austin weather. Oh my God. Austin. Oh my God. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Come on. Boston? No. <laughs> <laughs> 